This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Welcome to the Rejuvenated Woman podcast. Each episode, I hope to bring you open, fun, raw, and inspiring conversations that aim to empower you on what it is to be a rejuvenated woman moving into and through your midlife years. Brought to you in partnership with Rejuvenate Pilates, I'm your host, Kathy Carr, holistic nutrition, lifestyle, and movement coach and founder of Kathy Carr Coaching. Grab your favorite bevy, put your feet up, and tune into what I hope will shed some light on topics around your overall health and well-being. Hello and welcome to the Rejuvenated Woman podcast, a very special podcast episode today as it is our first release. I am Kathy Carr and I'm here with Karen Smith, the co-founder of Rejuvenate Pilates. How are you, Karen? Hello, Kathy. I'm well. How are you? I'm very, very well. I'm so excited. If For our listeners, if you are... Um, watching us on video and you see me in my get up I'm all about joy I've you might be looking and saying oh my goodness what is she wearing and I'm all a bit daggy too I'm all about being daggy and fun and joyful so here I am sitting in my little satin Mrs Santa Claus skirt that my mother made I think it might have been about 20 years ago it's a little bit sexy And we've got our little daggy hats on as well. What's not joyful about a little bit of daggy around Christmas? So, Christmas special. Let's get stuck into it. So, Karen, let me ask you can you tell us what is your favourite kind of pastime? What's your favourite memory of Christmases growing up or in the last five to ten years since having children? Christmas reminds me of. The heat. It's always hot here in Queensland. (laughs) So swimming has been a big one Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. and just always being surrounded by family. It's a family time for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. While I lived overseas though, I loved going skiing every Christmas because we didn't have family over there. Our friends became our family. Yeah. So we would always go skiing. Yeah, it was so much fun and Eating all the different types of foods and... Always food. Yeah, always food and drinks and you can tend to go a little overboard, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be honest. I think we all know that feeling. Totally, the food coma. Yes, yes. So from experience, you learn learn from your experiences. So, you know, I've I've learned not to overeat Mm -hmm. in the years and, and choosing sort of more healthier foods that I'm not going to get a sugar crash from mm-hmm. so um yeah we might talk a little further about we will. what foods to choose absolutely over, over christmas mm-hmm. um you know there's always lots of parties we go to and lots of drinking and you you just lose hours and days of your life being hung over <laughs> oh so <laughs> it's so, so true. not worth it for me anyway mm. so it's good to have fun and find that balance mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. is all about a balance Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll talk about that. I remember um, with that question, um, I was thinking, what has been my favourite pastime Christmas? And there's been many. I do agree that it's always hot and sinking hot. 
as a child, my parents would have an open house. So anyone that didn't have family or that, you know, were overseas or, you know, were single, didn't have a significant other, we would have an open house. So very, very big Christmases, which also carried down from my grandparents. But then when my parents passed, um, we just kind of did things on our own and also with my siblings. And it can be a little bit challenging when you can meet with family or friends that you're not in alignment which we'll also go into but Christmas I love um cold Christmas I lived in Canada and it just makes Christmas yes. so much more I don't know so much more special I was gonna say special mm-hmm. yeah it gets dark earlier so you have these beautiful lights Christmas mm-hmm. lights it just lights up everyone just becomes more festive mm. more happy mm. because obviously it's they can get a little bit depressed shall I say in in the darkness Mm. so the the Christmas spirit and the festive season and and those beautiful lights yeah you like the lights I like the lights yeah me too we always used to drive around the neighborhood and go and look at the lights same I did that on Friday night with the girls my girls I have a five-year-old and seven-year-old and they were just in awe of these lights it was a whole street of lights it was beautiful it's amazing yeah. what people do and the extent this, they go to. I know. I'm like, that's got to be expensive to have all those lights. <laughs> Thank well goodness done. for solar Thank lighting you. now. There's yes. solar solar charge. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm all about the lights too. I love that. But, you know, and Christmas, I think there's, it's never the same when your kids are grown up, when you've got little ones and they bring the magic and the spirit of Christmas. Do you know, um, I just, yeah, I love that. And, and it comes with sadness, you know, if you're listening – to this episode and you might not enjoy Christmas for whatever reason and you know you might have family away Uh, and I have my son away and this is going to be the first Christmas without him with us so this is going to be challenging but you know he's doing what he wants but it's you know those I guess when those close to you aren't with you at this time and you may not celebrate Christmas happy Hanukkah any other you know, celebration or traditions. Um, so let's move on. Christmas can be joyful and it can be, you know, not a great day. Yeah, I just also wanted to say with the being separated physically that we're always connected at the heart. Totally. That's what yeah. I tell my kids. Mm. Um, there's a lovely kids book. I can't remember what it's called now, but it's about the heartstrings. And so when you tug on your heart, you can feel it totally. wherever you are. So yeah. I do that with my kids and... And even as a grown adult, you can do that with with your older kids or Mm -hmm. or family that is Mm -hmm. more distant. You know, you can still think about the energy and just thinking about them. You know, you're still connected in that sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can also make time for, I mean, modern technology these days is amazing. Hallelujah for modern technology. Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. But yeah, FaceTime, (laughs) Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, so making a special time for that where you can – you know, even sit down and have a cuppa or something special. Yeah. Post something in the mail, a gift, and have them open it when when you FaceTime on, on Christmas Day. Or we did that. We did it a little bit earlier yesterday. Oh, nice. Got the gift. Thank goodness the package arrived yes. in time for Christmas. And he said, do I wait for Christmas or do I open it now? And I'm like, well, what do you want? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Was too excited. I'm glad he did because he definitely <laughs> needed the thermals. Um <laughs> Practical. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, yes, yeah, so and sending a Christmas card. Like, yes, that tradition of Christmas cards has kind of gone out the window. I still receive a couple. I send a few for family, 
maybe not so many fr- friends that I used to. Um, but yeah, a call on Christmas morning, Christmas Eve, you know, reaching out to that loved one again that may not be having a meal or, you know, not having a loved one or they just want to stay at home, whatever. Let's, yeah, let's connect and yeah. connect from the heart. I love that. Absolutely. Let's move on to food because these celebrations and in the States it comes from Thanksgiving. It's, you know, they're preparing so early. So let's let's talk about food, glorious food. Um, I absolutely love preparing festive dishes and particularly for Christmas I don't go overboard or maybe I do but even when you're making alternative like when I say alternative it's alternative options so rather than having processed sugar for example a white table sugar caster sugar having a rapadura or a coconut sugar um, or even maple syrup and honey you can still go overboard you know, a lot of dates are in raw treats and dates, you know, they can still add up. Yeah, they're you know, really then we, sweet too, those dates. It's, yeah, and it's a, there's a lot of sweets, I think. Mm. So when you mentioned that you have learnt that to not overindulge now, Karen, what do you do? How have you, how have you stopped yourself or how do you measure when you're done? I look at the first of all I look at the food on the table the spread and it's massive <laughs> so I'm like actually I don't need all of that I'm just mm. going to have the two or three things that I really want to have so there'll be some meat protein and then a few different types of salads mm-hmm. that's it for me mm. like I don't have to have the three different types of meat mm. um, the extra dressings and all the dishes I just find what I love to eat and mm-hmm. I'll just choose that and then also just keeping in mind the portion of food on my plate mm-hmm. that I don't have to fill it mm-hmm. or pile it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just what I feel like eating on the day. And because it's summer here, it's so hot, mm. I actually don't need that much food when it's so hot. Mm-hmm. I'll drink more water and I'll have some fruit as well mm-hmm. There's some snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do indulge a little bit. Like I love, I love rumbles. That's my weakness. My mum knows that. <laughs> but it's dairy, so I, I actually can't eat them now. So <laughs> that kind of saves me a little bit. But I could make alternatives. I'm just – did you say – I'm having a, <laughs> a light thought bulb. there. It was a cloud <laughs> above my head and I was – yes, I was in the cloud <laughs> thinking, I'm sure I have a recipe for an alternative oh, rumble. You have to share it with uh, me. Yeah, there's, you know, there's plenty plenty of options. It just, there you know, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love dates as an alternative as well, mm. protein balls. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I have a few, I'm just working through some health issues and have some food intolerances that I can't eat. Mm-hmm. So coconut is one of them. Oh. I'm bummed about that one, avocado. I'd be bummed too. Oh, yes. So it rules out a lot of <laughs> yes. alternative recipes that I had in, in my collection. All coconut products? All coconut. Wow. Yeah. Working through that one. Yeah, we won't one go. One day, one day I will get there. That was, I was going to go down there, but we won't. We, no. We'll leave that for another episode because it's about Christmas. Yes, it's about joy. Right. Cheer. Are you tired, exhausted, have no energy? Do you struggle with sleep, hot flushes, night sweats? Do you have inflammation, weight gain, aches and pains, or muscle soreness or joint stiffness? Do you get brain fog? 
mood swings, anxiety, sadness, or even depression? Have you lost your motivation, your sense of self, your libido, maybe other symptoms that are common but not normal as a woman in midlife? The How to Get Your Mojo Back for Women in Midlife, Six Steps to Creating a Confident, Strong, Vibrant, and Healthy Female Body will give you the foundations you need to live a happy, healthy life as a woman in midlife. Check the show notes on where to inquire or register for the Mojo in Midlife program today. Okay, so I will share what we love about protein. We're meat. Okay, my husband's Irish and we have a hot meal, which is oh, devastating in the kitchen when you're in the kitchen. You know what I'm talking about, listener. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. And usually it's one person that does a lot of the work. Yep. The cleaning, the prepping, it's amazing how much work we go into the whole, I guess, presentation of our home as well. When someone comes over, I think my son said to me yesterday, we're do, you know, I was doing the whippersnippering over the weekend and he said, Mum, the guests really aren't going to look at that patch of the grass that really isn't level with the others. <laughs> but, you know, it's just you've got to go with the flow. But anyway, so I'll, we like a, a good protein. So my, I always try to track down a, a raw green ham now that's not green eggs and ham it's a green ham an organic ham and it's a good, something that has not had or been treated it hasn't been smoked it hasn't got the nitrates in it hasn't got the sulfites in it it's just been sitting in brine and my husband will boil that and then he will put the cloves and the mustard and the honey oh, it's so amazing it really is and it's hard to come by it's very hard to get organic pork incredibly hard um, but free range and then I must share the best dessert ever I like desserts but you know a long time ago I've been making alternatives um, and we don't I don't make as much now as when the kids were younger because, you know, I'm not having to pack school lunches or, you know, little treats in the afternoon, um, is Joe Witten quirky cooking lemon berry trifle. It's gluten-free. It's, you, it, it can be dairy-free, but it is divine. And I, I love that. Um, yeah, we do salads and things like that. And if you are in a group um, which I wanted to go down when you might be going to a family or a friend's and there's some people that you may not have got along with in the past or you may have had a confrontation last Christmas, you know, that you only you might only see them at Christmas or, you know, whatever whatever happens. It can be stressful for a lot of people around the food situation, okay? So you may, your values what is important to you so you were sharing Karen that you just like a, a protein and a bit of salad so we all have our choices and our likes and dislikes but we also when it comes down to our values some of the food that is presented on the table in that beautiful big spread may not sit with us it may not respond well to us like you were just sharing that you don't like all coconut. You have an intolerance to coconut. I love it. I just can't eat it. Right. <laughs> yes. So what happens when we eat it, when we love it and we really shouldn't? We pay the price. We do. We pay the price. So what I'm all about is really listening to your body. So if there is a food that you know that does not sit well with you, and f- for me it's alcohol, mm. if I indulge, I know that I'm going to be 
hopefully not hugging the porcelain bowl the next day because that's what used to happen. I, you know, that's one of the reasons why I gave up. But it's just having the choices. And if someone is pressuring you or judging you for your choices, then either one, it's they're not understanding where you're coming from and why you can't eat that. And the solution is bring your own food to cut it down really short. Bring your own food. Not only does it help you and you know what you're going to be eating, but it also is a contribution. It's sharing. And I think, oh, I'm getting tingles again. (laughs) Um, This is what Christmas can be about as well. It is coming together and in traditions, in, in cultures, we come together and we contribute not rely on one person doing everything and running themselves into the ground and then they get to nine o'clock and they finally put their feet up. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that was again. a great Christmas. <laughs> but, you know, it's joyful. We want to kind of do that. Yes. Um, let's talk about alcohol. So I just mentioned that I haven't had much alcohol or I gave up alcohol. I will have a a celebratory drink now, like maybe a quarter of a half a glass. So, you know, that's important to me because, you know, it doesn't do well in in my body. And a hangover is a classic example that that the alcohol is not serving the body. No. That is a message of the body. It's like you've poisoned me. Okay, so this is no judgment because, you know, I used to drink and, you know, I will still have an, a beautiful glass of wine um, with my meal on Christmas Day. But it's the quality. It's not the quantity. Well, it is the quantity, but also the quality. So if you want to drink a beautiful drop and not have so many effects the next day, of course you'll have effects if you mix, if you drink on an empty stomach. Champagne breakfast. Do you have a champagne breakfast? Have the champagne with the breakfast after the food rather than before the food. This is going to, you know, having some protein and fats, you know, with your alcohol. So, you know, if you're, you have your hors d'oeuvres, you know, prawns with your champagne, make sure you're eating so you're not going to deplete your system. If you don't eat, then you end up craving more sugars in the afternoon as well. Okay, I would choose or recommend, this is my opinion and what's worked for me, is choosing an organic wine because the grapes haven't been sprayed with nasties and a preservative-free because it's usually the preservatives, the 220s, 221s, the the additives, the sulfites that create that headache and that nausea feeling. And then we mix, we have a shot, we have a rum, we have an Irish coffee at the end. An Irish coffee at the end after all that. You know, so it's just it's just being mindful. You know, it's a celebratory day. We want to try a few things, but you know, have some water, pace yourself. Pace yourself, that's a good one. Pace yourself. There's <laughs> yes. no race. Yes, and having the food in your stomach for it to for it to absorb and yeah. and then yeah, not overeating because then late uh, sorry, not over drinking because then later you're gonna make those poorer food decisions mm-hmm. where you want the carbs and the sugars and mm. the not so healthy foods. Yeah, and chew your food. Mm, yes. When we start to, you know, when we're drinking, our appetite, it's, it increases our appetite. So we want to pile the plate on and we want to try every single thing that's on that spread, yeah. on that table. So little bits, but chew your food and taste it. 
So then when you, if you're chewing your food, then you'll get to a point where you are satiated and you still might have food on the plate, which leads me down to leftovers. Mm. Did you want to say something then before I go on to leftovers? No, no, it's gone. (laughs) There's that big spread, right? If we do have stuff left over on our plate and on the plates on you know on the buffet or wherever you've got the spread, it tends to sit there, doesn't it? Yes. People tend to go back and pick, unless you've got Irish men and they just clean everything <laughs> out. Um, but people tend to go and pick, and it starts to look a little limp. Like the salad might get a limp, or the you know the watermelon might go a little bit soggy or something. So. What I recommend is make sure you've got containers and put the containers. If you've got a lot of guests and they've got and you're a guest at, at someone's house or your family, have bring your own container. This take, is what take it, some leftovers home. Yes, yes. So it doesn't go to waste. And I think there's a lot of wastage at, at this time of year as well. Think of all the paper and the plastic, but food waste. What can we do with the food that is out there that we put in the fridge? A lot of the time, you know, if you have a lunch, we'll kind of have leftovers for dinner. For dinner. Mm-hmm. And then it carries on, how long do you have ham sandwiches? So <laughs> for, my goodness, if you eat ham sandwiches. But the ham tends to go forever. <laughs> Again, if you, don't, if you don't have Irish men, though, they clean it up. Um, but it's having leftovers, cook them up for like a bubble and squeak. In Austria, I've forgotten the name of it, um, something gosh um they fry the like the leftovers like potatoes and onions and bacon you can put your turkey in or your ham and fry an egg on that in good like in good fats and you that's listening out there you might be going oh so much fat but that's you know this is kind of good sustenance if you you need soakage from that that's a good hangover <laughs> recommendation as <Yes>. well <laughs> um yeah so go easy Pace yourself, chew your food. Yes. I think also you could even, if you've got a lot of food and you're even not so much in the country but more the city maybe is giving your leftover foods to homeless Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't Mm -hmm. know if there's many homeless people in the country but um, I'm sure there's less fortunate people around. So you can always give give to them. Yeah, pop in a little container. Mm-hmm. Give it to them. Yeah, and this is why also I've, I've carried on that um, tradition of having an open house. So we've got you know new friends up in the coast that don't have family that also move. So we're coming together. So it's yeah. I know a few people that do that. Yeah, open some, house. Some of my neighbours don't have family, and they'll they'll all go around to one person's house for Christmas. It's mm. So lovely. It's yeah, just building that community. Yeah, and when you're sharing with the heart, or you know, gifting from the heart, connecting from the heart, you know, maybe going to do a service, feeding the homeless on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. Um, yeah, buying something for someone, or you know, you're in a news agent and you see someone, and they go to you know buy them the Christmas cards, or you know, buy them a scratchy if you're you're into that, whatever. You know, it's it is a really a beautiful time of sharing, connection, yeah, gifting, and, and, just and it, giving. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't have to be on one day. No, that's right. Let's share that love. Yes, those heart connections all year round. Yeah. All year round. We can wear Santa hats all year round. <laughs> Might get a bit hot mm. every day in summer. Oh, very hot. Very, very hot. Very, very, very hot. 
So what, what, give me some ideas about gifts. So I'm all about supporting small businesses because in these times there's been a lot of businesses that have been doing it tough. Some may have closed, some may have just started and, you know, getting something off the ground. So source small businesses. I'm a big market lover, artesian arts and crafts and things like that. I think it's just from the heart that counts, right? Yes. And I think also useful gifts mm. as well mm. thinking about if someone's actually going to use that gift mm. um buying local definitely yeah. I love that mm. and I would also say buy quality as well mm. um you know with with kids there's a lot of fantastic plastic out there <laughs> so I prefer wooden toys and love it. um Things that they can create, like I, I love arts and crafts too. So anything that they can create, yeah. Um, I'm painting. We love painting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those arts and crafts, that creativity yeah. away from the screens. Yeah, so we'll paint. We'll paint paper, big sheets of paper, and they paint it, and then I'll use that paper for wrapping gifts, love birthday it. gifts throughout the year. Yes, <laughs> reuse, recycle. You know, even uh, going back to those leftovers, uh, um, I had a, a live chat with a girlfriend, Whole Food Home, on Friday, and she was saying, like, even, like, the leaves and the ends of the herbs, like your coriander and parsley, don't don't throw those away, you know, chop them up, put them in a soup, a stock, use your hand bone for the soup, put all of those ends of the celery or the broccoli leaves, What? just try to use everything, and you're talking about yeah. plastics and all those plastics and um, the tinsel and stuff, these don't break down. They're not biodegradable. They go into the oceans and the soil. And you know, if you if you want to do your part, you know, just be mindful of consumerism as well. And I think experiences, yes. buying, gifting someone an experience. Yeah. You know, I was speaking to someone the other day, and they're saying, "I'm just so." caught up I don't know what to do with my three or four year old because you know I've been to the Aussie world and I've been to the slides and and I said why don't you just go to the beach and have a picnic because a three four year old four or five year old aren't really going to remember what you didn't take them to but maybe building a sandcastle and burying them in the sand and you know having a picnic experiences they're the memories it is it is they're the memories Yeah. yeah and it's free it's free. And it's enjoyable and the kids can explore and and even the sand sensory. <laughs> yeah. 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 So building those sand castles and experiencing outdoors. Doing cartwheels and jumping yes. in the water, you know? Yes. <laughs> singing. Yeah. My kids sing on the beach. <laughs> oh yeah, we're a big singer. Big singing. I think I've raised daggy and children as well. They would not agree with that. <laughs> and dancing, why not? <laughs> and dancing. Well, Karen, I'm so excited that this is our first episode to release out into the public to come into the homes or the ears of rejuvenated women all over not only the Sunshine Coast but Australia and abroad. So with that, Karen, what is your Christmas message to our listener? My Christmas message to the listeners would be to try and keep routine, try and uh, keep up your exercise eating healthy, there's a lot of parties going on and you don't have to always go to all of them. Think about who who's going to be there and do you actually want to spend time with them and, you know, even if you feel obliged to go, just go for a little bit. You don't have to stay too long and, yeah, just 
just trying to keep routine. That's probably my biggest one and just mm-hmm. having a, a, a fun time with the family or friends, whoever you're with. My Christmas message to you is to, yes, do the things that are going to serve you, that give you joy. When it comes around to food, do the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, you know, you're going to do the right thing for you, what serves you, what lifts you up, what nourishes you, and 20% of the time, let your hair down. You know, don't overdo it. I would also try not to get too caught up in the consumerism, okay, because there's a lot of shiny objects out there, literally. (laughs) And just, yeah, reaching out, do we really need those things? Taking care of you, taking care of your time of learning to say no or, yeah, just sharing your energy for a brief amount of time if it's not something that you enjoy. But spend this holiday season with the people that you love, that the people that lift you up and, yeah, stay well, stay safe. If you're travelling, stay safe and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. Have a safe holiday. (laughs) 